Introduction, Section 11 of The Life of Jesus Critically Examined by David Friedrich Strauss, translated by George Eliot. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 11, The Application of the Notion of the Mythos to Circumscribed. The notion of the mythos, when first admitted by theologians, was not only imperfectly apprehended, but also too much limited in its application to biblical history. As Eichhorn recognized a genuine mythos only on the very threshold of the Old Testament history, and thought himself obliged to explain all that followed in a natural manner, as some time later other portions of the Old Testament were allowed to be mythical, whilst nothing of the kind might be suspected in the New, so when the mythos was once admitted into the New Testament, it was here again long detained at the threshold namely the history of the infancy of jesus every farther advance being contested ammon the anonymous e f in hanko's magazine usteri and others maintained a marked distinction between the historical worth of the narratives of the public life and those of the infancy of jesus the records of the latter could not they contend have been contemporaneous for particular attention was not at that time directed towards him and it is equally manifest that they could not have been written during the last three years of his life since they embody the idea of jesus glorified and not of jesus in conflict and suffering consequently their composition must be referred to a period subsequent to his resurrection but at this period accurate data concerning his childhood were no longer to be obtained the apostles knew him first in manhood joseph was probably dead and mary supposing her to be living when the first and third gospels were composed had naturally imparted an imaginative lustre to every incident treasured in her memory whilst her embellishments were doubtless still further magnified in accordance with the messianic ideas of those to whom her communications were made much also that is narrated had no historical foundation but originated entirely from the notions of the age and from the old testament predictions that a virgin should conceive for example but say these critics all this does not in any degree impair the credibility of what follows the object and task of the evangelists was merely to give an accurate account of the last three years of the life of jesus and here they merit implicit confidence since they were either themselves spectators of the details they record or else had learned them from the mouth of trustworthy eyewitnesses this boundary line between the credibility of the history of the public life and the fabulousness of the history of the infancy of jesus became yet more definitely marked from the circumstance that many theologians were disposed to reject the two first chapters of matthew and luke as spurious and subsequent editions soon however some of the theologians who had conceded the commencement of the history to the province of mythi perceived that the conclusion the history of the ascension must likewise be regarded as mythical thus the two extremities were cut off by the pruning knife of criticism whilst the essential body of the history the period from the baptism to the resurrection remained as yet unassailed or in the words of the reviewer of greiling's life of jesus 
the entrance to the gospel history was through the decorated portal of mythos and the exit was similar to it whilst the intermediate space was still traversed by the crooked and toilsome paths of natural interpretations in gobbler's writings we meet with a somewhat more extended application of the mythical view he distinguishes as recently rosencrantz has agreed with him between the miracles wrought by jesus and those operated on him or in relation to him interpreting the latter mythically but the former naturally subsequently however we find gobbler expressing himself as if with the above mentioned theologians he restricted the mythical interpretation to the miraculous narratives of the childhood of jesus but this restriction is in fact a limitation merely of the admitted distinction since though all the miracles connected with the early history of jesus were operated in relation to him and not wrought by him many miracles of the same character occur in the history of his public life bauer appears to have been guided by the same rule in his hebrew mythology he classes as mythical the narratives of the conception and birth of jesus of the baptism the transfiguration the angelic apparitions in gethsemane and at the sepulchre miracles selected from all periods of the life of jesus but all operated in relation to him and not by him this enumeration however does not include all the miracles of this kind the often referred to author of the treatise upon the different views with which and for which a biographer of jesus may work has endeavored to show that so limited an application of the notion of mythos to the history of the life of jesus is insufficient and inconsequent this confused point of view from which the gospel narrative is regarded as partly historical and partly mythical owes its origin according to him to those theologians who neither give up the history nor are able to satisfy themselves with its clear results but who think to unite both parties by this middle course a vain endeavor which the rigid supernaturalist pronounces heretical and the rationalist derides the attempt of these reconcilers remarks our author to explain as intelligible everything which is not impossible lays them open to all the charges so justly brought against the natural interpretation whilst the admission of the existence of mythi in the new testament subjects them to the direct reproach of being inconsequent the severest censure which can be passed upon a scholar besides the proceeding of these eclectics is most arbitrary since they decide respecting what belongs to the history and what to the mythos almost entirely on subjective grounds such distinctions are equally foreign to the evangelists to logical reasoning and to historical criticism in consistency with these opinions this writer applies the notion of the mythos to the entire history of the life of jesus recognizes mythi or mythical embellishments in every portion and ranges under a category of mythos not merely the miraculous occurrences during the infancy of jesus but also of his public life not merely miracles operated on jesus but those wrought by him 
the most extended application of the notion of the philosophical or dogmatical mythos to the gospel histories which has yet been made was published in 1799 in an anonymous work concerning revelation and mythology the writer contends that the whole life of jesus all that he should and would do had an ideal existence in the jewish mind long prior to his birth jesus as an individual was not actually such as according to jewish anticipations he should have been not even that in which all the records which recount his actions agree is absolutely matter of fact a popular idea of the life of jesus grew out of various popular contributions and from this source our written gospels were first derived a reviewer objects that this author appears to suppose a still smaller portion of the historical element in the gospels than actually exists it would he remarks have been wiser to have been guided by a sober criticism of details than by a sweeping skepticism end of section eleven